Welcome to another episode of Something to Finish Podcast, where I discuss topics that help you and I ascend to the highest versions of ourselves. Now listen, I have switched microphones, so hopefully you don't hear the p in my p words that I p out. You know what I mean? Hopefully that sounds p p p p perfect. But, um... Yeah, I'm steadily improving my quality and, you know, the quality of the tools that I'm using and the quality of the content. So if you have any suggestions for me, if you cannot hear the p -p -p in the P words anymore, let me know at somethingtofinishpod at gmail.com. Email me and let me know if you hear a difference in this episode when it comes to, I guess it would be like reverb or I guess like a lot of emphasis on hard letters. Yeah. So today we are going to get into the episode as usual with an exercise. And today's exercise is I want you this week to try your hardest and try your best to create a personal affirmation of some sort and i want this affirmation that you make up for yourself to be something that you can speak to yourself whether it be out loud or in your head in any moment that you may need it whether it be alone whether it be um, while we're with family at work with friends anything it's something that you can say that's specifically tailored to your life that you can use in all aspects of life. And hopefully creating this affirmation specifically tailored to your life and the things that you go through will help you have something to lean on and remember your true power and you know remember who you really are and remember that if you're feeling stuck or nervous or anxious or upset or sad you can literally remind yourself that you're literally just in one moment and by creating this affirmation you can do that you know what I mean you can bring yourself back to reality back to life back to reality but no really you can bring yourself back to reality with a simple tactic <laughs> you can literally make something up make up some words let, let me give you an example i could say something like i am in control of the way i respond and I can say that before I go into work. You know, in my case, I can do that before I come out of the room in the morning and interact with Amali, my daughter, or before I interact with Adrian, my partner. Because, you know, if sometimes we need to get our minds right before we go out into the world, no matter if it's you're a stay-at-home mom, you go out to work, you are dealing with children, or you're not dealing with children, you're dealing with co-workers, friends, families, anything. Dealing with things 
throughout life is something we have to do. And I feel like creating a personal information for you to use in all aspects of your life that's personally tailored for you is one simple thing that you can do to enhance the way that you do maneuver through life on the day-to-day basis. So yeah, try that out. Make an affirmation for yourself, specifically for you, and email me what yours is or what it's geared towards or how it goes at the end of the week at somethingtofinishpod at gmail.com. Now, today's episode, look at those babies. Look at those babies. When it comes to parenting, I'm literally by far no expert. I'm not a professional, um, child developmental. No, I don't even know the words or the um, title for whatever I am not. But I am a stay-at-home mom. I am a parent. And I feel like I can safely say that the love and the bond shared between my daughter and I has motivated me to understand things about myself in order to show up for her in the most present and meaningful ways. And when I say that, I mean, you know, like I can go back to referring to the title of this episode, look at those babies. You know, when I say look at those babies, I'm referring to your baby that is now in this realm, in this world, and also you as a child, you as a baby, you know, because the way that we go about parenting and looking at parenthood is heavily based on how we experience child, our childhoods and, you know, what we went through as children when it comes to our parents or our guardians who were in charge of raising us and interacting with us in certain ways in order to get the different outcomes that we get when we see adults adulting. You know what I mean? All adults come from a childhood. Like the way that childhood is carried out and the environment in which the child is in, you know, the emotional intelligence of the parents, the awareness, the presence of the parents and the child And a lot of other aspects really play a huge role in how that child ends up growing into an adolescent and then into an adult. And how they interact with themselves and how they deal with themselves and how they interact and deal with others. This, to me, now, you know, now that I have looked at a lot of different things within myself and I'm still doing so a lot and, and you know like just witnessing other parents and um, looking back on my childhood and my parenting that I received and you know and also didn't receive and I just feel like now with all the information I do have at this point I really am not willing to go with the norm when it comes to raising my child. You see what I mean? Because if I am to follow the norm and things that I've seen done before, just because I've seen them done before, and I'm not thinking about the outcome or how when things were done that way with me as a child, how it made me feel, 
and you know how I could be carrying on that same hurt or that same feeling of confusion or anger or sadness or you know even happiness pretty much the point of what I'm trying to say is being aware and having the intent to try and be more aware of the things that we unintentionally or unconsciously or maybe even consciously carry on from our parents style of parenting into our own style of parenting sometimes it can be detrimental or sometimes it can help or sometimes we can realize that okay maybe I can do things similar to how my parents raised me however I'm gonna do a little personal tweak because guess what Yes, we have the same blood, you know, same bloodline, same family name, maybe. However, we are still creating a whole new family, a whole new lineage, a whole, you know what I mean? Like, this is our opportunity to be the ones to create the situations, the emotional availability, the environments that we wish we could have had, or even creating an environment where that child can actually choose the type of thing, you know, those types of things that they are surrounded by when it comes to, you know, energy, people, environment styles, um, parenting styles, you know, making choices as a child. All those things really make a huge difference. Through becoming a mom, I definitely was... I hate to say forced, but it's so true. I was forced, and in the best way possible, I was forced to look within myself and look at parts of myself that I was not, honestly, I was not willing to look at before, you know, I had a child. Because I feel like it's so easy to go, like, go through life. Well, really, it's not easy. It's just easy to pretend like it's easy to go through life and you know just act like everything's okay you know and put on this facade and maybe not even try to express how you're feeling not even try to understand others it's so easy to wear that mask of everything's okay I'm fine I don't need to talk about it or nothing's bothering me or you know how you doing oh I'm fine how about you that is such a default answer You see what I'm saying? Instead of living like that in default mode, I'm choosing to look at them babies. I'm choosing to look at myself as a little girl and, you know, just remember and reflect on the things that I experienced, the environments that I was in, you know, good and bad. Reflecting on my own childhood and realizing where a lot of things that have come up in my teenage years and my adult years, just realizing where they stem from when it comes to my childhood and the feelings that come up and how I respond or react to things. And, you know, it all just really goes back to self-awareness and really the choice, you know. I, I feel like I say that every episode, but it's so true. You can tie all of these topics back to self-awareness because ultimately if we don't recognize ourselves if we don't respect ourselves enough to point out things about ourselves 
and fix those things or approach those things in a manner of I'm I'm wanting and I'm willing to do things and learn things in order to get well or progress or ascend, you know? I feel like you won't really get too far or as far as you're hoping and wishing to go if you aren't willing to do that work. It's just like I was <laughs> kind of talking to Adrian earlier I was talking to Adrian earlier about like this soft life era and luxury era thing like a trending topic or whatever going around and I was just letting him know and I was telling him like man it's just so crazy how people are posting about luxury life and soft girl life and it's just like we want to glorify that however we do not make it known that in order to really enjoy that and really be in that mode of life, you're really just being self-aware. You're really just taking care of yourself. You, you, you have to do those things. You have to come to terms with certain things in order to truly be in a soft era, to truly be in an accepting, you know, okay, I'm not worried about these things because everything's going to work out. Uh, you know, luxury, that's what real luxury, that's what real soft era is, in my opinion. I feel like if you're still struggling with outward acceptance and validation, if you're still struggling with comparing yourself to others, if you're still struggling with trying to be perfect when no one in this world is perfect, all you have to do is be uniquely you. You can't really technically be in the soft girl luxury life, you feel me? Because you're really just stressed out, but you're portraying another narrative, you see? And that's dangerous. So my unsolicited, unprofessional advice would be to not aim for soft girl life or soft girl era or luxury, you know, black girl or whatever. I think it's best to aim for what do I need to look at within myself right now so that I can truly be at peace with myself so that I can truly enjoy the moments in life and the people in my life. And maybe even together sometimes, you know, the people in my life in the moment, at that moment, you know, because when you're in a worried mind state or when you're in a survival state, it is constantly a thought of negativity or a constant thought of, did I do this? Did I do that? What do I need to do? Oh my gosh, should I be out having a good time right now? Or do I need to, oh no, you know, it's... It's a constant, constant, constant. It does not stop your brain. And when you're in that type of situation and, you know, your mind is constantly going, there's no way, <laughs> there's no way that you're really, truly enjoying things when you go places, You're that you're really, truly, you know, anticipating going somewhere, having a good time, um, you know, enjoying getting dressed, enjoying anticipating driving there enjoying you know there's no way you can do those things because you're worried about oh my gosh what am I gonna wear oh my gosh um do I have shoes oh my gosh what where's my purse oh my gosh do I have the oh (laughs) it's just a lot of anxiety worry it's like and and usually it's always pointed outward you know it's like 
what are you going to wear? What do you mean? You should just, you know, throw something on that you love. You know, I mean, of course you want to look awesome, presentable. However, I think sometimes, like speaking from, speaking from experience and speaking from myself, sometimes I can think like, oh, I'm not going to wear this because that's not that type of event. Or, you know, like, it's like, what do you mean it's not that type of event? It, it needs to like, it, it's not a professional event. So what do you mean? What type of event is it? Like, why can we can't wear this shirt with these jeans? I don't understand. But those are outward validations that I'm seeking. You see what I'm saying? You know, it's like, girl, get dressed. Go to go. Just go. You know, go as you are. Come as you are. Just do that. And that's like one less thing that I would have to stress about. But by being in that type of mind state and trying to go live a soft girl era, a luxury life and get ready for a spa day or, you know, a, a you know, a day out with some women and, you know, having a great time. It's like, oh, my gosh, no, no, no. I need to go do this. I need to go do this. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to be late. Da, 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 da. I cannot even enjoy anything when I get there now it's like fake enjoyment because like how are you really enjoying yourself and you were just stressed the heck out five seconds ago before you got out of the car you see what I'm saying so yes this turned into kind of a rant however I want to pull it back in and let you know that basically I am not a perfect parent me and my partner are first time parents this is our first kid you know, we're not pros. We are just trying our best. And this is a message here. <laughs> we are trying our best to be attentive to the things that are coming up that, you know, like, you know, human error. Sometimes we say and do things in ways when it comes to parenting and we're like, ooh, that reminds me of my mom or dad. Or, ooh, I remember when they used to happen to me. I used to hate that. And it's like, well, if you can think that and you can say that after this action or these words, why did you do that again? Right. It was a learned behavior or it was a learned action or a learned way of communicating, you know. So that's all I'm saying is be mindful of what you're carrying on as a tradition, because ultimately that's exactly what you're doing. You're, you know, making the way that you're raising your child, kind of like a tradition. You're carrying on the legacy of, you know, everybody gets, everybody's going to get a whooping, you know, if they're mouthing off or stating an opinion or speaking up for themselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's just like we're not questioning these actions or these ways of doing things. We are just simply continuing the actions and the, and the ways of dealing with children and and not really looking deeper into the children individually as well. Every child is different. Every child learns different. Every child's emotional thermometer, I guess you would say, is different. And the way they respond to things or react to things is totally different. So to think that all children are going to respond to being scolded or yelled at or whooped or whatever or even lectured you know is just beyond me like don't limit children just because they are children just as adults children have feelings children are you know they can be confused they can be certain you know so allow your children to voice themselves allow your children respectfully allow your children to 
communicate with you. Watch for cues. You know, read body language. Be patient. Learn patience within yourself. And you can... Boy, you can tolerate so many more things when it comes to interacting with your child and other children when you are intentionally practicing patience. Woo. I am a living example of it. I Man, my patience was like non-existent, but I've definitely improved so much since my baby has come into the world. And I'm so proud of her for motivating me to do that. And that's what kids do. They motivate you to be the best you. And, you know, if they don't, then you learn that here today on this episode of Something to Finish Podcast. So go ahead and give me five stars on Apple Podcasts and a review. I want to end this episode by giving you some ways to regulate your overstimulation or regulate your temper or your anger or your frustration when you are dealing with a situation where maybe your child and you are, you know, in conflict, you you know, you're conflicted or, you know, they're just, you know, not having a great morning or a great day or you're not having a great morning or a great day. I want to give you some tips and some ways to help, you know, kind of calm yourself down and bring yourself back to a, you know, even level so that you can really process how you're feeling at the moment and respond how you really truly would like to so that your child can feel heard, loved, and safe. And so that you can feel proud of yourself by being truly attentive to your child and their needs. So the first one is breathing. And I know this seems like, okay, duh, you better be breathing. (laughs) But Basically, what I'm saying is deep breathing or controlled breathing or just, you know, a few deep breaths in and out because just the action of focusing on those breaths and shifting your focus from frustration or whatever it may be to focusing on that and controlling the rhythm and the flow of your breathing is something that definitely can help you, you know, just cool you down, cool your body down, cool your mind down. It can help level you out and it can even help you realize maybe what's really going on. Like you might just be hungry. You might not have ate yet and you over here trying to cook a whole meal for your kid. You see what I'm saying? So you'd be like, oh, I haven't even ate myself. Let me stop, you know, eat a little bit of something and then finish this, you know, or let me stop what I'm doing and try to make something that we can both eat really quickly, you know, just something like that. Compromise. Don't be so hard on yourself like this kid has to eat apples and oatmeal and all the great stuff and I got to fix it right now. It's like, no. How about opt out, maybe do something a little more simple, do a little cereal or, you know, a little, some puffs or something, some fruit, something like that to where you both can have at least a little something to snack on. And then you can move on to the task that you were trying to do, but you were getting frustrated about because you were hungry. So that was a great example that I just randomly came up with. Hopefully, you know, that made sense to you all. I know it's going to make sense because you want to, what? Improve and you want to heal. Ascend to your highest version. Okay, I'm not going to do that anymore. But, um, okay, so the second one would be to repeat affirmations. And 
basically it would be like I am where I need to be right now everything you know this is happening for a reason um I do all things with love you know and it just kind of reminds you it's like you're saying things that you know you should be feeling right now and that you desire to feel right now even through your frustration you know and if you I say I think saying it out loud really helps even if you have to say it aggressive (laughs) so number three And the last one is to talk through your feelings and your emotions to yourself or out loud. And it's for you and others. So an example of this is like you get really frustrated in the living room and everybody's in there, your whole family. So what you would do is say like, oh man, I'm like, dang, I'm feeling really frustrated right now. Like literally say it, I'm feeling really frustrated right now. And, you know, if you need something from somebody, say that. If you need to take some time, say that. If you don't know how to respond or what you need to do right now, say that. So, first off, you're letting yourself know out loud your thoughts that you're already thinking in your head. So, you can't just be like, oh, no, what's wrong? You know what I mean? And then, second off, you're letting everybody else know, one, she's frustrated. You know, they're frustrated. Two, they don't know what to do or, you know, they need some time alone or they need me to help them right now. Three, you know, just do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yes, those two points were the main points. I need, you know, like you need to vocalize for yourself so that you can. It's kind of like when you write something down on paper, like, yeah, you were thinking it, but when you write it down, sometimes the idea or the thought is just more validated. It's just like, okay, I can see this. I can hear this. I can say it out loud. You know, it is, it seems more real. So yeah, I really hope that this episode was helpful. I really enjoyed recording it because it's something that's near and dear to my heart because I really do enjoy raising my daughter in this way. I feel like it's created such a beautiful, like esoteric, un I don't I don't even know what type of words to use for the like for the bond that me and my daughter have created between ourselves. And sometimes it's scary because she's so you know, like she's so into me. <laughs> but It's also just amazing that we could, you know, and that we can and we're continuing to form this type of bond. And, you know, I just hope that she is, you know, able to grow up and express herself and love freely and, you know, just really be happy to her fullest extent, you know, be able to express herself, be able to speak up for herself And, you know, just be the best person that she can be in this world just by receiving the love, attention, and care on the level that I am giving to her and her father as well. And I feel like it's definitely improved and enhanced me and my mom's relationship because the way that I see her loving on my baby It makes me feel like, wow, like, you know, we're both learning so much. You know, we're me and my mom, me and Adrian, we are both learning so much about ourselves and allowing ourselves to learn about ourselves through loving and teaching and nurturing Amali. So 
I hope that everybody is able to experience a shift in which you feel as though you are ready to truly look at yourself and have conversations with yourself in reflection of how you grew up, how you felt when you interacted with certain people or were in certain environments, and how that could correlate to how you are choosing to or how you feel like you should react or respond to or go about parenting when it comes your turn to be a parent. I definitely I definitely appreciate all of the listeners who have been tuning in every week. I love recording. I love coming up with new content and I just thank you, thank you, thank you for staying here with me and sticking through the episodes so that you can get all the valuable information and once again, email me at something to finish pod at gmail.com if you have any suggestions, if you have anything you just want to say. You want to say, hey, you want to, I don't know, collab. Do you want to be a guest on the podcast? I'm definitely open to having a guest and on anything I can do to improve something to finish podcast. And I love you guys. Thank you so much. Peace. Don't touch me, he's seeing thunders